Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Nangrata. Our categories today are Canadian Convoy, NFL Observations, and Just Like a Woman. Let's start off with Canadian Convoy. Up to 50,000 truckers are convoying to Ottawa to protest vaccine mandates by the Trudeau administration. Thousands of other truckers are joining in from other smaller provinces as well as some truckers from the U.S. First, the administration kicked off the politicking by describing the truckers as only being a couple of hundred. Next, they proceeded with calling the truckers as racist and violent and pointed to a single Confederate flag being weighed by an individual who really didn't seem to be a trucker or part of any other actual group. They were accused of stealing from the poor, claiming several truckers demanded food from a soup kitchen. No evidence was provided. Since it costs lots of money for gas and maintenance of the big rigs, they started a GoFundMe and raised millions of dollars in a short amount of time. Then the liberal organization promptly froze the account as a way to hold them up. Drawing a lot of ire for this and given their history of having done this several times before, they freed up the funds as they are getting a bad reputation. As far as I can tell, any other organization that steps up with any backing and reputation Will be, will be able to take over at this point, although they will have to have a bank behind them that doesn't play politics. The movement is catching on globally. It is catching on not only here in the U.S., but in many other nations as well, all the way to Australia. Administrations are learning how vulnerable they are to breakdowns in the supply chain, and the truckers are a valuable link in that chain. I, for one, hope that the truckers will press that advantage to maximum effect, and we can finally put an end to mandate madness. Next, we move on to NFL observations. I usually don't talk about sports in this podcast, but I make an exception today. One reason is Tom Brady has announced his retirement. He is the embodiment of someone who has maximized his potential. He spent 22 years in the NFL as a quarterback winning seven Super Bowls, several MVPs, and breaking records in passing yards and touchdowns. In short, he is really the only athlete worthy of the phrase, the GOAT, or the greatest of all time. There are three things you can be in life. You can be a winner, a loser, or you can be a champion. The first two were about what you do. A champion is about who you are. Congratulations on a fantastic football career. You weren't lucky to have football. Football was lucky to have you. And congratulations on your post-NFL success. After all, you're a champion. The other reason for talking football is Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. He has resuscitated that football program, and they won their division getting into the playoffs. Then he led them past the Titans and past the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC Championship. He has done more than just good quarterback play. He has instilled a winning culture at Cincinnati. A good example of this is the Kansas City game. Everyone on the Kansas City team was waiting for Mahomes to step up and make the big play. Everyone on the Bengals was stepping up to make the big play. I expect the Bengals will beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. Knowing Joe Burrow, I'm sure he and all the Bengals expect to win as well. Instead of talking strengths, weaknesses, an analysis. Here's a poem I wrote before Burrow beat Clemson in the college football championship. 
Ode to Jugular Joe. He doesn't play to win. He expects to win. He's not a product of the system. He owns it lock, stock, and barrel. He's not a force to be reckoned with. He is a presence that is felt throughout. He's not a competitor. He's a champion. In our Just Like a Woman segment, we go over Matt Walsh's appearance on the Dr. Phil show, where he promptly stumps trans women by asking them to define what a woman is. While this was effective, a better question is what a woman isn't. To anyone who has seen the show or clips from the show, this is obvious because both of these trans women have full beards. How did all the critics miss this? They could have been Matt's brothers or trans sisters. How many women have you seen with a full beard? In my experience, and I believe most others, none. The only place to see that is in the circus. Facial hair has no business on the face of a woman. They bleach, shave, pluck, do electrolysis, but they do everything to remove and hide facial hair. How else are they going to apply makeup? Oops. What we have here is a couple of frauds. They are nothing more than a couple of glorified cross-dressers. And yet the world and Dr. Phil embrace them without question, supporting them blindly, glorifying their fraud. More fraudulent than these frauds is the idea that freakish perverted behaviors are somehow beautiful and celebrated. Can you imagine the desperation you must have to go to these perverted links just for attention? And this is how perversion is spread, targeting those starved for attention. And all of this attention is as fake and fraudulent as perverts. If they spent half the time helping their fellow man as they do perpetuating their fraud, the richness of their lives would multiply many folds. That is a trade-off. The clapping seals of the masses or the meaning and depth of true friends and family. The difference between virtue signaling and virtue, fake and real. Our final category is thar she blows. Given that conservative media and pundits will never go on the offensive and proactively insult liberals, I've decided to do that myself and make it part of the podcast. I would like to introduce you to your life cycle under liberal rule. Under liberal rule, your first obstacle is being born by escaping abortion. The only way to do this is to be a wanted baby, which really just comes down to being lucky. After that, in elementary school, you will be subjected to trans and homosexual indoctrination and pressured to not only accept these beliefs, but to make the transition yourself. You will also be subjected to the advances of pedophiles and trans people throughout your primary and secondary schooling. Additionally, you will be indoctrinated with critical race theory and white privilege. In most cases, this will be done without informing and without the consent of your evil parents. Leaving high school, you will be armed with all the talking points of critical race theory, climate change, and communism to learn how to be a full-fledged violent activist with no real knowledge or education. If you somehow manage to graduate from college and get a regular job, you will be taxed and spent into oblivion. While you are being taxed into oblivion, you will blindly support the party of pedophiles as you've been brainwashed to do and attack any politician who 
who promises to lower your taxes. If you have children, the cycle starts all over with them. Cradle to grave brain rossing, and that is your life cycle under the party of pedophiles. For Seneca Non News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good day.